Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Jesus talked more about money than he did about hell. Why did he do that? Because it's a really good indicator of whether or not you actually trust him. This is one of the first things he busted me on as a baby Christian. He spoke so clearly to my heart. You're either going to trust me or you're not. And if you choose to trust me, you trust me with everything. Money is the root of evil. Or rather, is it the love of money that becomes a root of evil? Pastor Robert points out Jesus talked more about money than about hell. That's a great indication that Jesus knew exactly the struggles we would face in regards to finances. Today, where is your focus? On the things you have or the giver that gave them to you? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 24 as he continues his message, Anti-Heroes. Point number three, last point here. Beware the temptation to postpone your repentance. Beware the temptation to postpone your repentance. And listen, this principle applies to us as Christians too, not just to unbelievers who decide not to decide when the gospel is offered to them. I don't know how many times I've heard statements from Christians, statements like, well, I know the Bible says that sex outside marriage is wrong, but well, I mean, you know, it's just, it's just so hard. Give me a break. We actually have bought into the idea in the Western world, in the United States of America, we have bought the idea that it's not possible for an adult to not have sex. Self-control is simply not possible. That is absurd. It's just totally absurd. It is possible. And you know what else? It's profitable. It's a healthy thing. It's beneficial to you, single adult, to wait to not indulge yourself, to exercise self-control. But it's so hard. Well, then you need to be fasting more. Get control over yourself. And tell your father if you're struggling in that area, according to the Bible, Galatians chapter 5, he tells us, a byproduct of the presence of the Holy Spirit in the life of an individual is self-control. Oh, I mean, I know the Bible teaches that I should be giving at least 10% of my income back to God, but it's just, that's a lot of money. And besides, I mean, my, I make a lot of money. My church doesn't need all of that. You arrogant. How do you know? Apparently, God thought that your church did need that. Maybe God's vision for your church 
is a lot bigger than you even know. It might even be bigger than the pastor knows at this point or the leaders. Now, here's the cool thing. God won't give you the power to limit what he does in your world, but he does give you the power to limit what he does in your life. And that's all I'm going to say about that because he doesn't, he doesn't need anything from you. It's all about him blessing you and training you to trust him more in every area. Do you know Jesus talked more about money than he did about hell? Why did he do that? Because it's a really good indicator of whether or not you actually trust him. It's one of the first things he busted me on as a baby Christian. He spoke so clearly to my heart. You're either going to trust me or you're not. And if you choose to trust me, you trust me with everything. Everything. And that means the first check you write. Back in those days, we were still writing paper checks. First check I wrote was to the church, to God. Because I realized if I'm going to trust him, I have to trust him completely. Completely. And just do it. And I can honestly say that for the last 40 years, I've never not done it, ever. The one here lately that is becoming a big deal. Well, I know the Bible says we shouldn't forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Now, I hear so many excuses, and we have to be so careful, right? Because we're not called to judge the decisions of other people. The Bible tells us it's not your place to judge another man's servant, He'll judge his own servants. Let him do it. But we're also told we need to judge ourselves. And we need to get serious. You know, I had a long telephone call with a dear brother in the Lord yesterday, I think, about this issue. Because he was feeling somewhat condemned because people were judging the fact that he's not attending church services every week. In his situation, I knew why. I knew exactly why. And if I were in his shoes, I'd be doing the same thing he's doing. He's doing his best to be obedient to Jesus. Listen, that's what we need to be doing. That's exactly what we need to be doing with our lives. And see, the Bible says that we assemble ourselves together so that we can give to others, serve others, encourage others, stimulate others toward love and good deeds. Not so you can be fed. Did you realize that? The Bible doesn't say Christians gather together and be fed. No, gather together so you can encourage other people. But there are times, there are times when that's not what he has us doing for a short season. Different circumstances. Listen to me carefully. The enemy of your soul will always help you to rationalize some great excuses for not trusting Jesus. Or at least, not yet, right? Not, not yet. I mean, he convinces us that someday we'll get it all straightened out. You know, I mean, I know, but, you know, I'm going to do that eventually. But his agenda, Jesus said, the agenda of Satan is only to steal, kill, and destroy. While the Lord's agenda is that you might have more abundant life. 
In other words, God isn't trying to restrict your freedoms. He's not trying to limit your experience of pleasure. He's not trying to take material resources away from you. He's not even endangering you for no good reason. He, he, if God calls something sin, it's because that particular thing would eventually bring harm to you and or other people. And no, the destructiveness is not always immediately obvious. But God is always 100% accurate in his assessments. If he calls it sin, it's because he wants you to understand that death is coming. The wages of sin is always death. There's no exception to that one. The wages of sin is always, always going to be death. When we choose to trust God, we always end up benefiting from his wisdom and his generosity toward us. But on the other hand, as Moses said in Numbers chapter 32, be sure your sin will find you out. Nobody gets away with anything in this life. They may appear to for a while, but not forever. They might even manage to make it from the cradle to the grave without having the total consequences of their corruption. But he'll raise them from the dead and judge them. So when God the Holy Spirit convicts your heart about something you're doing or something you're not doing, don't make the same mistake Felix made. Now be quick. Keep short accounts with God. Immediately purpose in your heart to make whatever course correction God is prompting you to make, trusting him to help you to do it and to reward your obedience in the end, if not before. Amen? The band is going to come back up. And I want to give you the opportunity, just take a minute, give the Holy Spirit an opportunity to, to confront anything that he might want to confront, anything that's a hindrance in your life, any little compromise, any great big compromise. And again, if there's something he's showing you, if there's something that God is dealing with. Just humble yourself and, and acknowledge it to him. Ask for his help in putting it off. You know, the Bible tells us put off the old man with his passions and desires. Put on the new man. Clothe yourself in Christ. The Book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions 
or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio, 